Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Fun. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
right, let's get this party started by saying, hey, everyone, welcome hey. to a Francie and Friends show once again. Joe, Dawn, I'm really sorry about the short notice. We weren't we weren't going to do a show tonight, but uh, because we did four. I mean, uh, well, we, yeah, well, technically we did four three. shows last week. Yeah. So it's kind of like, three, okay, three we did four. Let's take Sunday night off. We'll regroup, and we'll do we'll do you know another one, but uh, next Sunday. But uh, well, Tom Sawyer messaged me, and he was like, "Oh man, I had like the best convention ever. I want to talk about <laughs> it on the show. What's the call in number?" And I'm like, Five ripples, Nick. We're doing a show." <laughs> so. Exactly, and uh, let me, so I, I want to give a uh, special shout out to Monique Dupree, who did our show for us Monday night, because she couldn't do it on Sunday night because it was Mother's Day, and when you have 10 kids, I, th- I think that, you know, you want to spend Mother's Day with your kids. Yeah, pretty much. I think about it, you're getting pampered by 10 kids. Yeah, that was her first response when I asked her to do the show Sunday, she's like, it's Mother's Day. <laughs> and I talked her into coming in Monday, and she was like, "Okay, I'll do it." That was a great show. I really, I really enjoyed Monique. Yeah, she, so, she's a lot of fun. Yeah, she 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 did yeah. very well for us, and uh, yeah. Now, oh, if Tom go. Sawyer does not call in tonight, we're going to like drive to his house and oh, pull this out him anyways. Uh, you know, we can we can just start stalking just, them. Yeah. Uh, and by the That's way, true. We, are, this, we we are good at stalking. Yeah. Uh, as I was going to say, at least this time you can hear me. Yes, uh, we can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Friday was a complete, right, and that Friday. was that was for John Link, and John Link said. I'm going to call in tonight if I don't oversleep. Let me refresh the switchboard because it's just us right now. Yeah. Hopefully I won't get a ton of pop-ups. Or maybe Tom Sawyer is on the line and we don't know it yet. He's probably going like, butsicles. Why aren't they picking up? What's wrong with you guys? Can't you see that I'm here? Yeah, come on. Here comes my pop-up. I'm glad I refreshed. Let me uh, hold on, Tom, because i got to close out all these ads that are all over my switchboard. I'm even off my switchboard. Um, i got to say, I'm going to kill them. I don't even know where I am anymore. Nick, we might have to. Yeah, yeah, they're they're leading me in all different kinds of directions. We might. This is just terrible. i got one, two... Hold on, let me close out this window. Let me get back. Three, four, five, six, seven ads on that one page, and it took me out of my studio. And, uh, yeah, so if anybody knows of a good, like, person, Uh, whoever, a good, good, yeah. There we go. One, two... Three, four, five, and my studio is not even loading. 
Nick, you oh, might well. have to. Yeah, right, this, this dragon ad, Tom. whatever this is, Tom, we're coming. It's we're, probably we're a video game. Yeah, you can't even get into your studio. There's like so many pop-ups. It's oh it's ridiculous God. now. So I think that Francie and Friends might have to move away from Black Talk Radio. I'm yeah, not sure. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna probably talk to them and saying, "What are you guys doing? I can't even get into my switchboard to do my show anymore." So well, yeah, gonna, you can. Uh, yeah, yeah I, that's the thing. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah, I was going to say, I have no studio right now. I have. That's nuts. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You need to get it, on them about that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can't do your show yeah. without it, so. I hate to leave yeah, that for you. It's really good to me, but I think it's something that I have to do. Yeah, because right. that's excessive. Yeah. Yeah, I can and understand one or two, but... Yeah, and I found out that they're taking away my numbers there. We go, Nick got in easily. I think he... he okay, now it I'm in. Might be. Nick's got magic fingers. Maybe. Hey, go ahead. Let's they know he's a fan. Oh, my gosh. Hello. One. There you are, Tom. There you are. Hey, you Three are. more ads popped up. Hey, Tom, you there? Yes, I'm here. All yeah, right. I'm here. I, yeah, we were we were just saying that if you don't call in today, we're gonna do like a lynch mob mob at your house. Yeah, we we're gonna stop oh, you. No. no, I would call in. I was okay. excited. I had a very good convention. Awesome. I kind of broke my personal record of uh, what I had before from last year. I sold a lot of books last year at Motor City Comic Con. This year, I didn't sell out, but uh, if I'd have ordered a few more, it would have helped me sell the rest of them. I would have sold over eighty books instead of seventy-eight. So. Wow, nice. Yeah, so it was, oh. you know, considering there's other authors and books and comic books and everything there, that's that's a pretty good total for a weekend. You know, oh, no doubt. Yeah, very not, good. not bad at all. Uh-uh. Nice going. Yeah, other good news was, I guess, people were telling me they were coming from other parts of the state, and they said, yeah, we heard about you. We heard about Shadows in the Dark and Dark Harbors and and all this, and one said it was in the, like the Lansing paper or something, and another one, a lady came from all the way from Winnipeg, you know, and wow. somehow, oh, wow. yeah, she drove like three seven hours or something like that, and said, yeah, we, you know, we, wow. you know, we've heard, you know, so there's other parts of the country that black bed sheet books and my books, and they're starting to get, you know, no, it's it really flattering, it's really flattering and humbling and everything, so. Awesome. I was pretty excited, yeah, you know. It kind of makes you think, wow, be. the hard work is paying off. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah. it was pretty cool. It was just, it was just like, wow, I, you know, I feel like a kid really excited and pumped up and everything after. It's like, boy, it's going to be hard to be sleeping tonight after this. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I, I definitely know what you're talking about because, um, Matthew Ewald, which is another Black Bed Sheet Books author, and he was just in that, uh, oh, what? Uh, the Conrad Brooks, Plan 9 from Outer Space. He was in the remake with that, mm-hmm. and uh, he uh-huh. called me up. And, you know, you do you do find it hard to believe. He called me up, and he was like, Francie, me and uh, 
Oh, he's going to kill me. Horror host. Oh, hot Nick. I'm having a brain fart. Mr. Lobo. Mr. Lobo. Lobo. Yeah, that's it. I think Nick was having one, too, because he looked like a deer in headlights. But, uh, he, he was, that I'd like to see. He, uh, Matthew was telling me, he was like, him and Mr. Lobo were just like kind of talking, and then my name came up, and he said there were extras like on the set. He's like, oh, you're talking about Frankie and Friends. I've heard of that show. I've listened to it, and he was like, you have no idea how many people listen to the show. And I'm like, whoa, that's kind of cool. That's pretty awesome. So it is humbling, and you're just like, yeah. wow. People are paying yeah. attention. Yeah, especially when they come from different areas of the state and Midwest and the country, and it's that, and it's just kind of, you know, it just kind of like they tell you a different thing. Oh yeah, we heard about you, and, and, and a couple of them when they come to when they just deliberately seek you out. I mean, I had about yeah. four or five of those that just came. Oh, we we're looking for you. We've headed right to your table first, and blah 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 blah. blah. It's like wow, you know, there's wow, yeah. hundreds of vendors here, and you know, it just you're you're looking for me. Yeah, you know that's so pretty great. That it was just kind of, like I said, very humbling, and it's like, you know, and then they have the, a cross section of everybody from like twelve years old to seventy reading your book. So it's kind of like, wow, that's you know, one lady goes, I, yeah. like the hist- I like history in my stories and stuff, and you put some decent history in there, and blah blah blah, blah and it's like, you know, well I try, you know, sometimes I get hung up on some small details, but I do try to be accurate. <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah, that's that, that, that's well, what makes you know that's what makes a good book though when someone takes the time to put the history of that area that they're working on you know put all that history in there and you know people like that they get into it then they make them want to look and research more of it you know or at least learn a little bit about the background of the history of the place or wherever the location is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's, that's really cool. I I I will definitely say this. Um, Nick is actually very proud of the book. Nick, do you want to say anything to Tom? Hi Tom. Here. Hi. Hi Nick. Hey. Yeah, it's a great hey. book. Oh. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm trying to get other books done too. Can't wait until I get all these books done so I can start selling. I've got like about two more to go. Two more to release. And then that's it. Then I can focus on selling. I've got a, like a bookstore program that I want to initiate. I'll tell you oh, about nice. That later, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at um, your photos from the convention. Readers or Die actually did very well too. There, you said. Pardon me, I missed part of that. Oh, I said I'm looking at your uh, convention photos. They're really entertaining. And yeah, I see a lot know, of people are holding a, up Rita to die and everything. Now, you were oh, a part yeah, of Rita to sure. die, right? Uh, yeah, I had three stories in it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah what what stories do you have in there? Uh, one's called Once in a Blue Moon. It's a zombie story. And the other one's uh, um, called Beggar and the Devil. It's kind of a Twilight Zone-ish type story. The other one's oh, kind cool. of... Uh, homage to Bram Stoker. It mentions Dracula in it. Oh, nice. Yeah, Read yeah. or Die was a Black Bedsheet Books um, 
put together by Jason Gaylord, who, but it's a Black Bed Sheep Books um, author's anthology. So that's really cool. Yeah, it was, you know, I tried to be strategic. So if somebody was dressed like in white, like a, um, what's her name, Storm from the X-Men, uh-huh. I'd give them the, the, the dark harbors, you know, because it's a darker color, you know, and then, or if I had somebody that was like basically, oh, like, a, I don't know, Grim Reaper or somebody that was a evil character, I'd have them have dark harbors and certain ones would be, you know, some of these people I don't even recognize from costume to costume. I could ask the same person three different days and they just don't look the same sometimes. And I posed a few dresses, uh, this yesterday. It's like, Oh really? <laughs> well, will you do it again? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, 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 I kind of kid around with them and say, well, I have a three C rule costumes, celebrities, and hot chicks. And I was like, Oh, you fit two out of three. Yeah, and yeah. I had like, and I had like, I had like, uh, about a half a dozen, Women that post for the book buy it. Actually, they were flattered. They started reading it. Oh, this is pretty good, you know. You know, it's all oh, pretty wow. good. They go, well, I go, I, well, I go, I, I won't call it, you know, great literature, but I will call it very entertaining. You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it's, well, you know, it was it, it, you know, to be fair, I mean, it isn't like, no, thank God, it ain't Shakespeare, or grapes of wrath, or you know, whatever. But I mean. I go, I think I, I go, one thing I've learned, I told, tell them this, I go, most of my sales have been repeat sales. You know, about 50 to 60% are people, what do you got this year? What do you got this It's like, I got to keep up, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so flattering. So it feels like you're writing, you're writing. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm done. Oh, okay. There I was going to say, it seems like you're writing so much. I mean, how do you find the time and the discipline? That's what, because Nick's always at me. He was like, hello, you need to, um, hello, werewolf too. Mm-hmm. Hello, and I'm like, yeah, I'll get to it. <laughs> you know, it's well, <laughs> Sometimes when I, I get hung up for a couple of weeks or so, but sometimes it comes in great flourishes where I just, you know, I can't shut it off or it's like, keep going. I write every chance I get at lunch at work and, eat lunch and write at the same time and that kind of thing, you know, just kind of, you know, do what I got to do, then hurry up and get to what I got, you know. So, I mean, I do have yeah. periods of time when I'm, like, pounding my head against the wall, and it's like I don't want to put it aside because that's too easy to do. You put it aside, sometimes you don't get back to it for years. Yeah. You know, yeah, so... It, it, yeah, it, it definitely takes deep discipline. It's kind of like you'd rather clean your house sometimes than oh. actually sit down and write. I think but I'd rather hit my head against the wall done. sometimes. Huh? You know, I think I'd rather hit my head against the wall sometimes. You, <laughs> you do, because you're, like, you're uh, like staring there and you're like, oh, i got to write, but, uh, mm, you know, nothing's coming to me. Uh, bang your head up against the wall. Let's go do the dishes. I'll come back to it. And then it's kind of like, okay, got to do it again. Gotta do it. We're writing something today. Mm-hmm. Now, do you find force me. writing is harder than... Yeah, because, yeah, you know, it's it's like, what do they say? If, uh, writing's like a relationship. If you force it, it's shit, you know, yeah. you know, or something like that, or diarrhea. I can't remember what it was, but... 
basically. But it's it's just I think I'd rather have a good paragraph or two or a couple good sentences than a page or two of shit. So I just you know <laughs> it really I just then, uh, I've written it and then went back and just gonna type it in. I was like, no, this is crap. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of like, damn it, I wasted all that time. Yeah. And then you hear well, a really you great song on the radio, and you're just like, oh, you get expired all of a sudden. Mm. Well, once in a while, I find uh, having a few drinks, the liquid inspiration helps me out. It loosens me up, and I think, okay, you know, you know, just kind of, you know, not too many, two or three. I mean, although sometimes <laughs> if you go great guns, you want to keep it. You know, coming too. Yeah. So. But, huh, I never thought of know. that. Yeah. You know, sometimes it just kind of it loosens you up and you kind of relaxes you a bit. So sometimes when you're forcing it, it's just kind of that. Well, that's my philosophy. I mean, you know, maybe somebody else might have a you know, can or you know, don't want to do that, but you know. So I mean, I did have a critic once people that told me that, well, writers who drink are drunks, and it's like, no, I've gotten drunk, but it doesn't mean I've gotten drunk while writing, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Huh, I never thought you know, about that. Maybe you drink a beer and write something. That's a pretty good idea. Actually. Yeah, sometimes it, it sometimes helps. It does. It just kind of, you know, not too many, but enough to okay, relax, you know. Back. Get those inspirational. Yeah. And then you're gonna oh, yeah. and and by the time you get to your third page, you've got a good buzz and you're like, okay, well, I wrote three pages today. I'm good to go. Well, I had a, it's funny because I had a story to tell because uh, one time I went to my favorite watering hole, uh, which me, and my family, everybody goes to in their family, and was, I, I I had trouble for two weeks on something, and I was just. Finally, I went there, and I think I had a, two or three drinks, and I left there, and I had about 10 or 12 pages written on my legal pad. So I was like, okay. I, I hand write out stuff because I like to move. You know, I'm old school. I put arrows to stuff, scribble out stuff, you know, move paragraph yeah. to here, you know. Yeah. So, like, they could make up for it typing-wise, so. But it was just funny because I, I, I was there an hour, and I think I had 10 or 12 pages. And so I, had, I hadn't written that many pages in a month. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right That's now. pretty good. You know, it was maybe 10 or 12 paragraphs in a month. Oh, wow. So. Let me let me ask you this because everybody's always like, oh, you got to have an outline first. You've got to have an outline for every chapter. Mm-hmm. Do you do the outline, or you do you just write? I very seldom do an outline. Yeah, I couldn't imagine doing an outline. It's like, come on, my outline is in my head. I know what I want to do. I don't have to write out this huge outline. I'm just going to write chapter one. Now, usually that's that's not always true, though, because when I was writing my manuscript whiteout, I, I, I did it in such a way where for I was accidental for about a third of it. Um, where I had like somebody getting sick at the end of one chapter or one paragraph, somebody was getting sick at the beginning of another paragraph. So it kind of, each paragraph flowed into each other where it was, um, somebody was doing something that the same thing that somebody else was doing. If somebody was giving somebody the finger, somebody was saying F you, you know, 
in the next paragraph yeah. or the next character. You know, so I kinda, at one point when I was getting, I realized I had accidentally done it. I thought, oh, I got to keep this up. I had to start par- uh, outlining who was where and doing what. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I see what you're saying there, but I'm talking about, like, before you even write the book. Oh, no. But, oh, you no, gotta, I, you got to give me an outline first. And it's kind of like, what? No, just just let me write the book. Yeah, the story is up in here in my head here. I just got to, you know, let it out and, you know, have fun yeah. with it. So. Yeah, yeah why, why waste a week writing an outline about yeah. what each chapter is going to be? Just let me write the book. Oh, yeah. I mean, and sometimes you don't need it because you just, you know what you're going to write when right. you're writing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, some, so, yeah, I'm... It's like in school, uh, when we were writing essay papers, I actually had, like, um, an English professor come to me and say, you you need to have an outline. You know, show me your outline first. And I'm like, show you an outline of what? And they're like, of your essay. And I'm like, why would I even write an outline over an essay? That's ridiculous. But they want yeah, to see it. It's kind of like... It's kind of like, why am I going to waste my time with an outline? I can just do it. Yeah, it don't make sense because, you know, oh. if you think about it, you know, if you got the story, just let it out, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sometimes so, you can uh, overthink it if you have an outline. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I can understand it for essays and term papers, but, you know, if you need it, you need it. That's fine. I'm not criticizing it because I have used them once or twice or a couple times anyways but some most you know, I, I just know usually I kind of know how I want the story to go and sometimes it'll write itself I mean sometimes what you thought you were going to put down doesn't always go down either mm-hmm. so you know like I wanted to write it have it be a certain way and it didn't go that way and it's like well sometimes that story just wasn't meant to be that way yeah. you know <laughs> Yeah, exactly, and sometimes, you know, it's kind of like the bloopers. You, you you love watching the bloopers at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, 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 what are your thoughts, Joe, on all this? Uh, it's great. You know, I'm having fun as always. Uh, you know, besides, I kind of like get ideals by listening to you guys chat about writing. Because who knows? Maybe I'm writing everything down. Yeah, I'm like, this is my greatest opus, and I'll just call myself Tom Sawyer the second. I do have yeah, to admit, this was a. Joe, Joe Flynn's going to write a book. It's called How to Run a Disastrous Radio Show. That's right. <laughs> Forwarded by Tom Sawyer, uh, Nicholas Grabowski, Francie Weatherman, and a whole cast of millions. <laughs> I was on this show once. It was so terrifying. I never wanted to go back. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rule number one, Rule number one, never mispronounce your guest's name. Oh my gosh, how many right. times have I done that? Oh, Rule number two, never miss 
spell their name in the show title. I actually misspelled Jeff Conaway. Great. Hey, and you also misspelled my name. Oh. oh. <laughs> you never did. And, and Vicky Lizzie, uh, Jeff Conaway's girlfriend, she was like, oh, the showcase is great. Um, I hate to make a fuss, but you misspelled Jeff Conway's name wrong. And I'm like, I did what? How did Thank you misspell Nikki's name wrong? Well, it happened. I agree with you on this. It's always, and I'll tell you the honest truth. There are times when I do my TV show, when I'm interviewing somebody, and, like, I was interviewing this young lady uh, named Gina Devatori, and I butchered her name because I would, like, go, like, uh, you know, and I'd go, hey, if you have a long name that I, I, I don't, you know, I can't pronounce it all that well, Sorry about that, but if you can tell me the right way how the hell to say your name, I will do my best to pronounce it the best way that I can without butchering your name. But, hey, yeah, it happens. It's kind of like, can you, can you call my phone, and I promise I'm not going to pick it up. Can you leave me a voicemail and just pronounce your name? There was one time I totally forgot who I even had on the show. And I'm, it was what? the guy who played Michael Myers. Um, he was also Tony in Moran? Mr. Hush. Uh, no, no. Tony uh, Moran. Uh, Stephen Jeffries, who was in Pride Night. And Mr. Hush, I think. Uh, David Madison, Edward X. Young. Uh God. He played Michael Myers. He played, oh, uh, see, that's what I'm talking about. And I'm, like, going on with this long conversation, and David Madison was like, um, are, uh, who are you talking to? And I'm like, I'm talking to the guest. He's like, well, you just totally just got his name wrong. And I'm like, fudge ripples. <laughs> right. You know, it happens, you know, and it's like, or sometimes the person no offense, will say, you know, uh, my name, uh, I do, uh, just call me Jimmy Bob, you know, <laughs> give us an alias, you know, uh, we're, in, we're in the state penitentiary uh, system, uh, no, but again, you know, it's easy to mistake somebody, you know, or call out a wrong name at times. It's like, uh, you know, like, God love Mick. Mick Collins. It's kind of like you know, Deer and his like, like uh, I just totally. But, but it's like what? sometimes when you say Mick, you, you actually are thinking, oh, well, wait a minute, there's Mick and then Nick. So sometimes <laughs> it might say, oh, hey, Nick, you know, and it comes out and you're talking to Mick. And it's like, oops, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> one one of my most embarrassing moments, Bill Mosley, okay, Rob Zombie's actor, Bill Mosley is on the show. I step outside of the apartment, and there's, like, a police helicopter, like, 100 feet over my head. And David Madison's like, 
What's that in the background? I'm like, oh, it's just a police helicopter. <laughs> I mean, they can hear it over the show. And it's kind of like, Bill, uh, David Madison yeah. was so funny with that. What about he was like, Percy, why are there always police helicopters flying over your, your apartment? And then a fire alarm was pulled during one of our shows. Oh, shit. Uh, Oh, oh, that's that's my... Okay. I believe it's John Link. It could be. Yeah, uh, I think it's John Link. Hold on, let's play some bloopers from our show. Tom, have you heard our bloopers yet? No, I haven't. Heard a couple oh, of them here's some... the one day. Here's some blooper questions. Here we go. Let me, i I got to ask you this because I, I told Nick, I was like, I'm going to do this. Okay. Uh, do you know why you're here? Do you? Do I know why I'm here on this radio show? Um, well, I do know what I'm doing several of these kind of things. I'm out promoting my new album, uh, Untamed the Songs. But if you have another notion as to why I'm on the show, I'd like to hear that. I'm dropping food, and I'm loving it. Oh. Okay. Um, <coughs> okay, uh, I am totally losing my place. Okay. Uh, that's, like, well, that's that timing was great. Damn. Who did that? Was that Nick? I think so. Was that? I wonder if Nick's was there. I think that was I Nick. I don't. Now, now they blamed it on you, John Link, with the toilet. What's up with that? No, no, no. I'm not a toilet. <laughs> I'm sitting in a chair. Uh, we got David Madison here, which uh, you remember last time. Yep. I remember, David. David and I have shared history from Fright Night with Stephen Jeffries. Yes. How are you doing, Craig? This lovely evening. I'm sorry. I was trying to light a cigarette, and I, I missed you, didn't I? Oh, dear God. And, and, I, and I learned a new word this week. What is it? Queef? Queef? Yeah. You just... Oh, no. what South Park knows. And if it talks about, like, a woman's vagina, you, you scratch it, she, she, it's a queef. played that show, like, about four times on, <laughs> on the table. Okay, well, we're not going to get it. Just, i got to play it again now that we're talking about it. Did you guys see that episode? Where the women were queefing? I never knew that even existed. She's fascinated with that. I want to queef now. Okay. Do it. I can't. I don't know how to queef. But apparently the women on South Park can queef on cue. So, great. Does John Link put that in? Oh, they're quite... Never send a man for a woman's job. Now, tell us about the book. All right. Um... It has nothing to do with queefing. Oh, but... it's nothing to do with queefing? <laughs> so there's no scratching Oh. Aww. Aww. It is called blood queefing. What? Blood queefing. <laughs> you don't you know, want that, SD. You got a new book. <laughs> queefing in the field. <laughs> or or the, uh, the, the, the children queefing. The children of the queefing. The children of the queefing. <laughs> <laughs> the children. Yeah, well, you got a little library. had to actually go queef. Yeah. Congratulations. 
<laughs> You've got to love live radio. And by the way, um, that that do you know why you're here? That was, of course, G-Tom Mac. And that was like part of his uh, first video for Untame the Songs. The teacher was like, do you know why you're here? Do you? And I was like, dude, that's going to be my first question for G-Tom Mac. And he didn't get it. He was like, if you have other intentions, and I'm like, yeah, that didn't work out quite as well as I was hoping. But, yeah, that's good. That's a great piece of radio. Oh, I don't know. I didn't think it was too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I got to tell you, John, uh, Tom Mac, we're, we're going to try and get him back because he's he's such a great guy. And we're working on something. And so I just thought I'd let everybody know we're working on some, some stuff. Uh, John Link, you're live. Okay, nine zero eight. Is that John or uh, Edward? Or who is nine zero eight? Hello. Hello. There you go. Hello. Nine zero eight. Is it John Newberry? Jonathan Mayberry to the phone no, no, call. Oh, John that'd be Newberry. great. I'd love to have him on. I'd love to talk to him. Oh, he's been on our show, actually. Oh, I wish we should try to have him back. Love those pages. Yeah, yeah we're, we're working on that one, too. Oh, 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 guys. Hold on. Um, I forgot what I was just going to say, and I had a brainstorm. Because we, we were, oh, I know what I was talking about. I'm trying to find it on the switchboard because, you know, Stuff happens on live radio. Did you guys know, Joe, I know that you've heard the call. Um, when we had somebody that actually called into our show to order a pizza. Seriously? Yes, seriously. and I'm trying to. Seriously, it really happened. And when I oh, said, uh, when I gave their area code, the guy was arguing with his girl in the background. He's like, okay, honey, honey, no, 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 I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. I was like, hello? And I'm trying to see if it's on my switchboard. It was so brilliant. It's like, and it it, it was so funny. Let me, hmm. Well, Let me see. Oh, we got Darth Vader in the house. We got Darth Vader in the house. Oh, my hey, hey, hey. Let me... uh, you know, yeah, by the way, uh, while she's looking, real quick, I made up a list, a wish list of people who I'd love to see come on to the show. I uh-huh. have a lot of more people I want to see come on uh, that I haven't really named yet. And uh, actually, it's kind of ironic because... Uh, uh, I picked up a movie just the other night called Stonehurst uh, Asylum. I oh, believe, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. With Kate Reconcile and Ben Kingsley. Uh-huh. It's actually executively produced by a young lady who I've met a few good times. Real sweet lady, Miss Krista Campbell, who was, of course, in the remake of 2001 Maniac. She was also in Drive Angry in a small role. And uh, and this is the funny part. The movie was also produced by Mel Gibson. Really? Yes. 
so I noticed that because I was looking at the title or the you know credits on the box, and so I, I'm putting out there, Miss Krista Campbell. I would love for you to come on and chat about what you're up to now that you're gone from acting into producing or executive producing uh, and stuff like that. I know she's working, I think, on the upcoming remake or sequel to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre um, and stuff like that. So Krista Campbell, there's one name that I'm going to throw out. Yeah, uh, yeah, that would that would be a really good guest, actually. I, yeah. I totally agree with you on that one. You know, and there are a lot more people that I really want to try to see if we can't get on to the show, wherever it might be, if it's still on Blog Talk or wherever we're at. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just decided to post what uh, Sheriff Francis post earlier today and said for that my wish list is kind of on hold until we figure out what's going to go on with the show. And so, but still, a couple of those people I've named, you know, don't get me wrong, I still would like to see G. Tom Mack come back, Jonathan Mayberry, uh, even David Madison. Uh, Oh, yeah. 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 And Thomas Churchill. And Thomas Churchill, Sir French. Uh, you know, I, you know, it's just like, as I said, uh, there are so many people that, you know, I just was like thinking at the top of my head, like the first few number of people, and some of them have been on, some of them, you know, a couple of them were like new guests and stuff like that, but, you know, as I said, I, you know, want to, you know, um, get more, you know, try to get some people I know kind of to come on to promote whatever they're they're up to nowadays and uh-huh. stuff like that. And that you know, and and that that includes authors who are friends of mine off of Facebook. You know, uh, don't be uh, bashful. Uh, you know, or filmmakers who are making films. You know. Um, Actors, actresses, writers, whatever. You know, if you want to come on and hang out with us insane people. Yeah, uh, really. Feel free. Yeah. You know, I, I believe we're here's all insane. Here's, here's another past guest that I think that we can get back on. Uh, MMA. Everybody loves MMA now. It's like the new thing, right? Oh, yeah, my son loves uh, watching MMA stuff. We we have a really cool MMA fighter that uh, has been on our show a couple of times. And, well, when we first started the show, I don't know if you guys remember Hell's Kitchen Season 4. I never watched it. Oh, okay. Well, uh, one of uh, my very well, my second co-host was uh, Chef Maddie from Health Season uh-huh. Season Four, and he had a bold question to ask about ask our MMA fighter that Fernando Rivera, that is an MMA fighter for many years, and he's been on our show a couple of times and Fernando is somebody that I would love to have on my, on the show back again, because 
if you listen to this clip, you'll find out why. He has such a great sense of humor. I love this guy. Listen to this. This is so funny. Did anybody just hear my chair squeak? No. no I, thought that was, I thought that was a fart. You know what? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that was, that was my funny. chair. I, I, I gotta do, I gotta ask you one I gotta ask you one ball busted question. Do you guys ever fart in the ring? Let 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 a little red biscuit come out or anything? Um, I farted a couple times. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Is that what you're talking about? Fart? I didn't hear you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, listen. I gotta tell you a story. I gotta tell you a funny one. I fought at. Uh, it was one event that I fought. At. It was actually a pretty big event. It was at the Foxwood Casino. I don't know if you. I know. I'm sure everyone's heard of Foxwood yeah. Casino in Connecticut. And uh, my there. Yeah, and um, I had a stomach virus that weekend. So, uh-huh. dude, I mean, I'm like running back and forth to the bathroom, back and forth to the back and back. I'm, I'm literally. And the thing about it is, in Connecticut, their their commission is strict. So, I mean, they uh-huh. took my, my urine. You know, every time I went to the bathroom, they had two commissioners with me, be outside of the toilet, making sure I'm not using any drugs or doing anything wrong. So, I'm, you know, I'm. <laughs> I'm shitting my ass off, farting away in the bathroom with two commissioners outside listening to everything. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, think, I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, I hope this goes away because I could just think of me being outside fighting. I get punched or kicked in the stomach and I shit all over myself. I mean, that would, I, you know, that would be it for me. I would retire. I would probably disappear from the face of the planet. Something like that would happen to me. And it, yep. That was good. He has such a great sense of humor, and he was he was telling us one time when he was on the show. I'm still looking for the pizza delivery, uh, but he was telling us one time on the show that they always told him don't have sex a week before your fight, and he like did that. He was really strict about sex with his girlfriend, and then one night he did have sex with his girlfriend right before the fight. And he said he was so tired during the fight that he just, like, got knocked out on the first punch. Wow. Have you ever watched it? Um, it was called Bully Beatdown. Yeah. Boom, I love that show. My son got me hooked on that show. It was like, God, I love that guy. Jason Mayhem Miller. Jason yeah. Mayhem Miller. Yes. we got to get him that on the That is the guy we should get on. He would be awesome. That is a guy. He's, like, so funny when he's, like, on the bars, on the cage. You had enough yet? Huh? What are you talking? I know. And the guy's yeah, like, he got them bullied good sometimes. Yeah, he did. I, I love him. Yeah, he was a great host. For, oh, man, I wonder if there's any more. There's, they canceled it, didn't they? I think so. Yeah. Because my son oh, loves yeah. watching it. He got Bully me hooked detail. on it. And Remember Bully Detail when you watch Matt. it all the time? Yeah, we had um, <coughs> David Batman Huckabee on the show, too, and he didn't really like Bully Beatdown because he said, you know, that he only did it with a certain amount, and David Batman Huckabee was huge. Uh-huh. So, okay. All right. I'm trying to... I'm wondering if it's on these clips right here. I got some gun clips here. Let's see if this is it. I love your show. You guys talk about everything and oh, anything, and it's, a, it's amazing, you know. And and uh, you know, it's, it's just fun. It's all, you know. Last time I think I was on was, God, almost a year ago, and uh, with David Madison. Yeah, and, David uh, Madison made a phone call in. Yeah, we yeah. were uh, 
Gene, uh, I think Stephen Jeffries. It was me, David Madison, and Stephen Jeffries. Yeah, I, I was telling Ron about that, and he was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> I was like, well, "We're we're we're going to try and get Stephen on. Don't don't worry, Stephen Jeffries." From Fright Night. That yeah, he's he's really cool. He he was a really nice guy. I think Nick was more shocked. Are you fucking kidding me, Stephen fucking Jeffrey? What I just wanted to ask was um, you know I mean uh, there's so many people that I want to thank like when my film comes out and with uh, mission I wanted to uh, ask to be able to put your name in the end credits in the special thanks section just for being very you know just for kind of uh. You know, give me a, a mental boost, uh, or as my uh, mother would say, the proverbial kick in the behind and uh, inspiring me to keep on going. I'd like to uh, just, just put your name in the special thanks at the end for being one of the people who inspired me to keep moving forward. Whoa! Yes, please! Taking it off my switchboard without even knowing it. Maybe, but mm. it, you know, Still one of my favorite funny. moments. Uh, yeah, definitely was when the firefighters arrived at the Francie's old apartment. Yeah, I remember. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. Somebody pulled the fire alarm oh. in our building, and it's kind of like we're doing a show, and. It, I think it was one of the neighbors that was playing a practical joke on us that knew that I was doing a show, and they were like, we're going to pull the fire alarm. Let's see what happens. Yep. And I'm, like, outside oh trying to do an interview with the firefighters. Yes. Yeah, I and definitely Ron think Fitzgerald. we should get Jason on, though. That would be a good show. Oh, there you go. Uh, oh, now, you now, know, as, as we say, anything's possible. You never know who's going to pop up on this show. Yeah, really. Yeah, I, I, I was just about to say that. And, in fact, we did have – Tom, are you ready for this one? Yep. All right. When David Madison is on your switchboard, he'll he'll contact you on Facebook, and he's like, I'm calling into your show. I'm on hold. Pick me up right now. I got somebody <laughs> calling into your show right now. And, of course, you know, you're going to drop the conversation. And we have sweet uh, America's sweetheart, little Melanie Roble, on the show. She's such a nice, nice. Joe, you know Melanie Roble, right? Yeah, through Facebook, yes. Yeah, she's such a sweet, sweet little girl. And she has never cussed on our show before in her lifetime. I'm doing a show with Melanie Roble and David Madison. And uh, messages me on Facebook. Now, this is the night of the Grammys, okay? So this is, you know, we got a lot to compete with. So David Madison emails me, messages me on Facebook and says, I'm on hold. Pick me up right now. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I go right to my switchboard, and this is what happens. Are you guys ready for this one? Sure. This is what happened live on Francie and Friends. Uh, hey, guys, in honor of the Grammys, I have a, a rock and roll legend, a rock and roll Hall of Famer here with me. 
Guy had a record come out last Tuesday. He sold over 100 million records worldwide. You want me to see if I can get him on the line? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hold on a second. Hold on. Congrats to whomever that is. Diamond, you. Yeah. Oh. So, so uh, Melody, are you going to be oh, hold on, John Philbin when you're out there? Hold on. I don't know. I mean, I don't think he appreciate me discussing his personal life either, but hopefully... I mean, he lives in my sister's neighborhood. I have yet to visit my sister, but they, they actually are practically neighbors. Oh, very cool. Wait, wait, I think we got a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer coming in. Okay, I, he, awesome. he's, he's willing to sing for us, but I don't think he wants to talk. Is that cool with you guys? Yeah. Okay. Is it going on? He wants us to do the chorus. I think we'll know his voice. I'm going I'm to hand him the fold. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Good night, everybody. Yeah, it's, 
Yeah, and you know, like I said, if um, David Madison is messaging you and saying, "Pick me up, I'm on hold," you better believe because you have no idea. In fact, David Madison was one of the first people that let let us know, Roddy Roddy Piper is not coming on your show. I mean, I heard it from people at work. But I'm like, ah, no, 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 he's coming. I have faith in this guy. And then David Madison is like, that's not Rowdy Roddy Piper's manager's phone number. Here's his real no. phone number. Find out what's going on. And there just like go. my coworker said, Rowdy Roddy Piper's in L.A. promoting a 3D version of They Live. He's not going to be. And I'm like, can that's I talk that. to him? And he was like. Actually, Rowdy Roddy Piper is in the projection booth with his daughter right now. Uh, we will try and figure out what's going on with that, Don. Do we do we have a chance with Rowdy Roddy Piper we're, we're yet? We're still working on it. We're still working on okay, it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I just seen one of my friends on Facebook posting photos of him and Rowdy Roddy Piper together, and I'm like, you fucker, I should have done a life. Well, Crazy uh, friends. I... Well, this is like, yeah. I, I mean, I have a picture of me and Piper from a few years ago yeah. before uh, I joined uh, Friends and Friends. Uh, but, hey, oh, yo, fucking. it happens, you know. Are you fucking uh, but of kidding course, me? I'm not. Uh, it's someplace on my Facebook somewhere in the galaxy far, far away. Uh, but, you know. <laughs> But of course, Tom, I yeah. hope you're having fun, and I'm glad you had a great time at the convention. Yeah, yeah definitely. Now, that was pretty awesome. Now, Tom, was Roddy Roddy Piper at that convention? Yes, he was, and you couldn't get near him. He was, There was too many people ah, there, too many fans. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it was... Out. And yeah, it didn't I help remember you saying that Roddy Roddy Piper was going to be at that convention. Yeah. It didn't help today either that that Shatner showed up. William Shatner showed up for Sunday for today, and he was across from him. You know. There you go. Yeah, it was. You know when? um, Yeah, we were at the uh, Comic Con just by luck at the time when William Shatner was doing his uh, speech upstairs. That's how we were able to talk to the people that we were able to talk to because the whole convention was like dead. And it's kind of like, hey, can we talk to you? Yeah, come on. I'm bored. I remember that. upstairs. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> the whole, right when we started the show, the line has already was like through, down the street, through the hall, down the yard, everything, up the stairs. And it's kind of like, oh, what yeah. are you guys in line for? And it's like, William Shatner is about to talk. And it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to get interviews. <laughs> Because, huh? Yeah. Oh. Well, we need to get ourselves on for the media because we had to try to hide the phone when Ralph Macchio had like nobody at his booth, and it's kind of like, hey, I'm broadcasting live and talking to his guy that was, I guess, in charge of him, and it's like we're broadcasting live. Can we talk to Ralph Macchio live on the air? No. And Ralph Macchio yeah. actually turned his head at me, and I'm like, dude, what have you really done since the Karate Kid? I mean, seriously. Oh. 
You're like oh, a sixteen year old Johnny with the kid. Stars? Yeah. He, 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 yeah. Oh, he did dancing yeah. with the. Yeah, he was a little yeah. not. It was like if you even had your phone open around his booth, people would be like, "No photography," and it's like, "Why would I want to take a picture of Ralph well, Macchio?" Well, <laughs> no, this is the thing, and here's the thing that kills me about conventions nowadays. I love going to conventions. I do. I, I love going to meet uh, some celebs, you know, that I might know, or you know, or I, you know, grew up watching. But there comes a point in time where you go out and you see, okay, how much are you charging for an autograph? Uh, what can I get a picture taken with you? You know, uh, they want you to pay them extra money for. What used to be for free would be, you yeah. know, and there are some people yeah. who still do it for free and stuff like that, but it's kind of like, you know, you want, you know, if you want to take a picture of me, you know, uh, it's sort of like with the gal from The Walking Dead, that the uproar, like a few months, like last year, or earlier this year, where, you know, she goes like, hey, if you want to shake my hand, that's ten bucks. If you want to take a photo of me, wow, that's that extra, is terrible. You know, and like, uh, and then if you want to get a photo autograph, that'll be like eighty bucks. You know, that's you know, ridiculous. yeah, that's what she was charging at one of the conventions she was at, and people got so turned off by that. That yeah, I think, like, I think ah. I've seen that photo, like, on Facebook. I mean, even yeah, even the old, kid, even the star from The Walking Dead, the little boy from The Walking Dead, he was here in Sacramento doing, doing yeah. the Days of Terror. I mean, he yeah. even took time. I talked to him before the show, like, before we were going live. I was like, look, man, I'm about to go live on Francie and Friends. You know, my niece is such a huge fan of yours. I was wondering if maybe you could do an interview with me. And he was, like, flat-out honest with me. He was like, look, I, I I would love to do the show. I would love anything more to talk to your niece. But the fact is, is that my manager won't. You, you If you oh. would have talked to me beforehand and we could have set this up, that would have been awesome. But the fact right. is, you, is that yeah, you I can't because he's under. Yeah, yeah. And he told me, like, flat out. And it wasn't like he he didn't say, oh, you got to talk to this guy before you can even talk to me, which is what Ralph Macchio right. did. And th- there are and, some, there are some yeah. people like that. There are, yeah. you know, yeah. there are people who say, yeah, I'd love to do an interview with you if you would have arranged it. Yeah, and he told me, like, flat out. He was, And this was, like, the star. Uh, and you could always tell when he was coming back to the convention because there was a whole bunch of little girls, like, lined up. And I'm like, oh, he's coming back in. Yeah. <laughs> and no, he, and was, he, he was really nice about it. He was like, right. I, if you would have talked to my people before you came to me, I mean, it wasn't like oh, you got to talk to. He he like he Correct. he was flat out, like, and he was right. really a nice kid, and he he even yeah. like you know smiled at me when I was walking through with the phone, like, oh, right. you're doing your show, <laughs> you know, it, 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 you know, it yeah. happens, 
and it's always my advice is if you do an internet show, if you do a TV show, majority of the time, if you're going to go to a convention, uh, I'm not doing the people who are not doing shows, uh, but you go, uh, once you find out about a show, like I know Sacramento is getting the Wizard World convention soon. Uh, Are you going to be here? I don't know yet. Uh, I know it's coming up sometime in the next yeah, couple Nick and, months. Nick and I have been talking about that, and we want to be, uh, and then you know. Sinister like, Con, that's uh, going to be happening up in Sacramento in October, I think. Uh, with the reunion of Terror Vision and a few other people from Face Off uh, and some oh, nice. really cool people are going to have a good time. Uh, but as I would say, if you're doing like if you're doing an internet show or a television show, you always want to yeah. try to go and ask for media passes. So yeah. it, you know, it doesn't guarantee you. Know, it doesn't guarantee you that you're going to get to interview anybody or anyone you want. It just gives you at least a chance to say, hey, I'm with the press or whatever. I'd love to do an interview with you. Can I spend, like, yeah, two and, minutes of your time, you know, yeah, or when we, five when minutes? We were, when, yeah, when we were at the Comic-Con, I asked, actually, at the beginning, and... um they said, oh, if you would have designed this, and that's why I had to try to hide the cell phone, which is why I couldn't, when Nick and I waited in line for, what's his name? Dr. Michael, Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. Yeah, and we're waiting in line. I'm like, Nick, I can't make a big deal about this. You know, I'm walking around with a cell phone. I was there. And <laughs> I've got to listen to this whole, the whole yeah, and of it all. And he even yeah. gave you a huge shout out. He's like, "Hey, everybody, it's Joe Flynn. Who loves Joe Flynn?" Uh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was a great. That was a great moment. It ended up being yeah. one of our best. And the whole time, Nick and I are like fighting in line just to talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> but he like grabbed the phone like, from me. I have to admit, yeah, I did hear like, some record though. I have yeah, to admit, I did hear some he, griping he, and grumbling about the Comic Con that in Motor City today and I heard it all weekend basically like how much like the cast of The Walking Dead was charging for autograph and for photos on top of that too mm-hmm. oh I yeah. Mean, it's just, yeah you know it's just you know and you know I, I kind of think well you know you hadn't been on The Walking Dead and we didn't know about you before how can you get away charging more than Lance Henriksen or almost as much as William Shatner or, uh, or um, some of these other guys that have yeah, been there I mean and, yeah, you know, and I, they're, they're probably like a walk-on, if that. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, some they are. are. Some are, some, you know, are like supporting characters. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we, the thing to me, Tom, it's like, I agree, you know. It's like, don't get me wrong. You know, I, I have like a certain limit. Of like, okay, a price range of, okay, if I really want this person's autograph, I'll get it. But if I don't want it, I'm not going to go and get it, you know. Mm -hmm. I can go find somebody else who might, you know, charge lesser. You know, it's like Bruce Campbell or 
or, you know, somebody, you know, Lance Hendrickson, as you mentioned, you know, I, I was just like, oh, hey, at least I know that, hey, I respect this person as an actor. I enjoy his movies. I'm not, you know, it's not that yeah. I don't like The Walking Dead. It's just like, uh, hey, you want me to pay so how I, much I, for I that, will, sir? I will you say know, this. Um, the young boy, in which is the son, um, he was only charging $20 for an autographed picture, which is reasonable, and free photos mm-hmm. with your cell phone. So he he was not charging anybody to take a photo of him, and he was charging. And he's the star of the movie of the of the show. Uh-huh. Well, that's and like. And um, he was charging twenty dollars for an autograph picture, and you can take as much photos as you want of him. And he wasn't a snob. He was like, you know, if you would have talked to. This person, you know, I walked up to him. He just showed back up, and there's, like, hundreds of little girls, girls waiting to talk to him. And, and, no, we're talking about the the Days of Terror. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I approached him. I was like, look, I'm about to broadcast live in, like, a few minutes, and, um... Go ahead, Maybe I can do an interview with you. And he was like, if you would have talked to this person before you spoke to me, I would have totally done your show. I mean, he was, like, really down to earth. He was. And then you you hear about these people on uh, The Walking Dead, and they're charging all all this money. And this kid's not. Mm -hmm. It's like. uh, He's not a snot. Go ahead, Don. It was about five or six years ago. uh, They had this fireworks and concert and everything where we lived, and they were having a little Texas. I told my husband, I don't care how we get there. If I got to walk, I'm going, (laughs) you know. And and then we sat down in front because I wanted to get there early, so we sat down in front, and then, you know, I said, I'm going to get an autograph. And my son goes, how are you going to do that, Mom? I said, watch this. So I snuck right in there, and these guys were great. I mean, they were signing autographs, talking to people. You know, they weren't charging nobody, but it was was really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think you collect more more bees with honey. Yeah, exactly. And I would rather have a bee that would... Okay, I was trying to make a statement, but I completely forgot. (laughs) Sugar is sweeter, but shit is sour. You know, Francie, there's somebody else that would be really cool to have on the show. Who? Bon Jovi. There we go. John Bon Jovi. I think if we had John Bon Jovi on the show, I think we would kill Blog Talk Radio. There would be no more Blog Talk. I won't won't say nothing, but, yeah, I did go to school with him. There you go. John Bon Jovi. I know it's not his real name. John? Did you? No, his name is John Bon Jovi. That's his real name. Yeah, John Bon Jovi. Hey, uh, yeah. Wait, John. Uh, wait, wait, John. We, we gotta wait. Did you share a sandwich with him? 
I went to school with him, yeah. I okay. went to school with him, and he John. didn't know my hair. No, because John. I puffed his hair up. Yeah. If you want to get us Bon Bon Jovi on the show, I promise you I will dump Nick and I will have sex with you for the rest of my life. It seems like it used to be you could go up to the table, get an autograph. Now it seems like they're more distant. I understand it because there's security and stuff issues, but hey, boy, yeah. it just seems like there's a more of a distance between vendors and, oh, yeah. and fans and stuff. You know, it, it, it's kind of like you know, how far it was Rowdy Roddy oh Piper through everything. Uh, you know, like I agree with you. Tom. Well, he used to look pretty good. Piper did, but yeah. I could get close. Like, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean I agree wrong. with you. No, I agree with you, Tom. Um, it's like, you know, like with, uh, okay, the convention I go to, which is Monster Palooza, it's all depending on who who the, you know, main guests are. Like, as I was saying, like this year, Linda Blair was there. So was, I've met uh, her. Uh, God, uh, Michael Bean. He was on our and, show. Uh, so basically, what it was was that 
her line was so big, but you could have walked up to George Romero in a little bit of a line, you know, uh, uh-huh. and stuff like that. And usually, that usually doesn't really happen that often because George Romero, the godfather of zombies, usually you have a long line for him to get an autograph. But you could almost walk up to George Romero or Sybil Danning or... Uh, like uh, some of the people from the Superman movie, you could have walked up to Margot Kidder if you wanted to, at Monster Palooza. It, it just was really weird, you know. But there are times at conventions where you go and you can't get anywhere near the celeb because there's either a long line or sometimes the security don't want you trying to take photos of them. And yeah. then go like you know, oh, uh, this or you know, like or if you buy an autograph, and this is the thing that's also very common at times, is you go, you buy a couple autographs from a celeb, and then you put it on eBay and you sell it and go, hey man, I got this you know hot uh, autograph of Norman Reedus, uh, if you want it, you know, but top buyer bidder wins it all. You know, that's the sad thing, too, is that some people mm-hmm. do that. Well, we went... Yeah, um, and, and, and here's... Here, sure. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Don. Here's the thing that I find fascinating with all this, everybody's talking about conventions, how you can get close to somebody. And uh-huh. yet, the lines are so long that you yeah. can't even get... The Pied Pipers, man. Uh-huh. Rowdy, Roddy oh, Piper. I mean, think about it. It's like four, four decades into stuff, and he's still number one. Yep. Well, we went uh, years ago when we lived in Chiloquin, Oregon. They had uh, put up an Indian oh, casino. That's where he lived. They had put up a a, a a Indian casino, you know, and uh, they had, you know, how they have the card games and stuff like that with the stars. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, we went, and not knowing who all was going to be there, we just went over for the hell of it, and there was Linda Blair, Jimmy Walker, uh, Doc from. Uh, Love Boat. Um, God, the comic was there. So I got to meet all of them. I got to talk to Jimmy Walker. This guy is so nice. He is so nice. And Linda Blair is just the doll. She's pretty awesome. We had a, I think, a two-second conversation with Linda Blair. Edward X. Young gave us that. Well, you know she has... uh, she has a ranch out there now, and she rescues dogs and stuff. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, she's yeah, she a has vegan. her own rescue thing. Yeah, she's a vegan. Yeah, she's, she's really so sweet. Vegetarian. She's really into, you know, adopting, uh, you know, animals and stuff like that. She's really, really does a lot. You know, and you yes. know who's another one we should have on that would be really cool? 
The pit oh, farmer. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, he's the cool. Farmer? The pit so farmer. We he, have uh, Linda Blair versus the big farmer. Oh, which reminds me, for Nick's birthday, his 50th birthday, when he marks another decade, I'm giving him a a, a miniature pig. Oh, cool. Uh, well, here we go. Uh, here you go, Francie. Uh, if you guys want to try to get media passes uh, for uh, the Wizard World, it's June 19th, 20th, and 21st of this year. Out in Sacramento. So, and uh, yeah, some of them will be uh, basically The Walking Dead, Norman's from Norman Reedus, Billy Piper from Doctor Who, Danny uh-huh. Trio, uh, Patrick Warburton, Malcolm oh, McDowell, like uh, Kate Cassidy, Charlie Carver, uh, Wrestling Divas, The Bella Twins. Uh, Abonso Rivera from French Prince, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, and Silver Spoons. Yes, uh, Adrian Paul from the TV series Highlander. I am Duncan McLeod from the Clan McLeod. Uh, Scott Wilson, David Della Roca, Kevin Conway, uh, Henry Winkler, the Fonz. Oh, uh, oh yeah. yeah, that's the show that, yeah. Sean Patrick Flannery, Jason David Frank, uh, you know, so some those are some of the major guests that are yeah, going to be yeah, at we're, the we're, Sacramento Wizard World. Just hey, Wizard, Wizard World, uh, Alfonso Rivera is now on the ticket. Oh, really? Yes. He danced with Michael Jackson in the Pepsi commercial. Oh, oh really? I pledge allegiance to the flag. Michael Jackson is a Pepsi cola. Yeah. Really? Really? You said really? What that? That's like one of the most. Come on, Tom Joe. That's like one of the most popular commercials of all time. The whole Jackson Yeah, you know how long ago that, that was? And I still remember it. Yeah, well, you're not you know as old as I am yet. <laughs> you know what? You know what our opening song is going to be next week. What? Uh, let me let me see if I can get to this. Hold on, let me see okay. what's going to happen with my computer. Hold on, I'm getting there. Tom. Yep. How did Rowdy Rowdy Piper look? Look pretty good, I thought. I mean, I mean, he's a little heavier, but I mean, you know. Yeah, that's what happens with age. His hair was shorter. Yeah. Than, you know. Yeah. You know. yeah. Um, there you go. But uh, he didn't look too bad. I mean, Hal Shatner didn't look too bad for being eighty-five years old. So you know. That's true, and still moving, and selling your Priceline ads. <laughs> uh, Katie Cuckoo, our Coco. Really? Have you ever watched the, um, Francie the Pit Boss? The what? Have you ever watched the Pit Boss? Oh my God! Anyway, his name's Shorty, and they're all dwarfs. You know? Oh, oh okay. That's where they rescued the pit bulls. Yeah. Oh. I have watched them. Oh. That is yeah, a guy I who's totally agree he- with them. 
Oh, yeah. I think we should, that's a guy we should have on. I mean, he overcame a lot to where to get where he was, where he is right now. And that would be I, some I real... Totally agree. I totally All right, agree. So everybody that. needs to figure out how to get a hold of him. <laughs> okay. We'll go well, we need to do... Tom, who would you... Oh, wait, here it is. Alfonso Rivera. Did you no. guys hear it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the Jackson Five. Oh, this is Alfonso. He's so cute. He's dancing. I'm going to post it on here. Are you going to My internet's running slow because Nick is downloading and streaming, and I'm streaming. Okay, I'll post it on you guys' Facebook page. Okay. You're going to love it. Yeah, you're going to look at him and you're going to be like, oh, he's so cute. Because that's what he was. <laughs> he was so cute. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. the British woman is about to cut us off. Yeah, of okay. course he is. Okay. He's a real pain in the ass. All right. Thank so, you, John Link, I know you're there. John, 908. All right. Uh, I think John Link called in and took a nap. Who's going to send this out, John Link? Sorry. I'll do it. Uh, here we go. I'll right. do it one time, one time only. All right. Hey, this right. is John Link. Uh, you've been listening to Francie and Friends until next Sunday or sooner. Uh, we'll see you on the next Francie and Friends. <laughs> and thank you, Tom Sawyer. You're welcome. And Tom. Thank you, Tom Sawyer. Here's another embarrassing interview that I have with Jake Busey. You guys got to hear this. I I interviewed Jake Busey. That's Gary Busey's son. Oh, really? Oh, you got to hear this. He thought that I was talking about the Bee Gees, and I'm like, the Buseys. Oh, that was me. I, I had to go potty. Who didn't flush? I'll turn it off. Yeah, I puttied and Okay, so here we go. Uh a live interview with Jake Busey and he didn't understand that I love the Buseys. He thought I loved the BG. Oh, you know what? Uh, uh hold on a second. I think I might have a special, special person to talk to. Um just a second, da 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 da. da. He's uh, uh, Nick, this this up. guy is filming this one woman's tattoos on her belly, and she's 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 unzipping her jeans right now, so he can get a better view. And oh yeah. Uh, hold on, hold on. I I think uh, I'm I'm getting closer. Got. Uh, um, somebody that might want to talk to you. Hold on just a second. Uh, hold on just a second. 
Hello. Yeah, this is Jake Busey. Hey, how are you this evening? I am doing fantastic. I am such a huge fan of you and your father. In fact, when I first started this show, I was like, I got to get, I got to get you guys on. And here you are. Really? Wow, that's awesome that you are a huge fan. Thank you. I'm I'm honored. Well, well, thank you very much. So, uh, so, uh, are, are we on the air right now? What are you doing? What are you, what's, what's going on? We are live and on the air right now. Oh, well, that's just too cool. Um, we're, we're over here at the Wyndham Hotel just wrapping up a, uh, a great Saturday here at the Horrifying, and there's a great, uh, great group of people, great bunch of people. I tried to say the word all at once, which would have been grunch, and that wouldn't have been good. But there's a great group of people, uh, a lively bunch, and uh, um, the show has been going fantastic. There's lots of exhibitors, uh, every kind of aspect from, of horror movies. From uh, I mean, I'm looking at a guy right now who looks like he just came out of uh, Hellraiser. And then over here to my right is uh, Freddy Krueger. And then I'm looking at Jason from Friday the 13th across from me. It's quite, a, quite an interesting uh, eclectic group of folks, and uh, so, you know, we're just kind of winding down the evening, and uh, tomorrow's going to be a big day, Sunday's going to be a, another big day, being that it's the Labor Day weekend, so looking forward to, uh, I think, somewhere in the neighborhood of about 50,000 people showing up tomorrow. That, that's a lot of money. Uh, I think the phone's cutting out. What'd you say? Hear me. That's a lot of money to be made. Oh, a lot of money to be made? Yeah, uh, well, I would imagine. Um, you know, but it's a uh, depressed economy. Not a lot of people have a lot of money, so um, it really comes down to uh, people coming out to meet their favorite actors and uh, perhaps buy some products for movies that are uh, special to them that they've been saving up for. And, uh, you know, um, it's more about meeting and greeting and knowing each other and uh, perhaps having a photo taken with your favorite actor or uh, getting that set of vampire teeth you always wanted. It's, uh, it's, it's a good thing. Now, now, let me ask you this. Um, could Nick walk away right now with an autograph from you to me? Um, I'm sorry, but I'm on a tiny cell phone that was handed to me by your associate. Did you, uh, <laughs> could you repeat the question? Yes, uh, I was wondering if you could give Nick an autograph. You and your dad, um, could you guys give me an autograph? Yeah, I could give him an autograph, absolutely. And then, uh, okay, he can bring it to you. Yeah, I could bring it to you. Yeah, you know, the going rate of these shows for the autographs, you know, everyone has uh, a fixed cost, so uh, there's no arguments, and there's uh, no one is uh, given any favors or slighted, or uh, no one feels bad walking away like they got a worse deal than the other person. I mean, there's pretty much just a set rate price of 
what autograph costs and all that stuff, you know, for the general fans. But absolutely, I'll give an autograph, you know, to Nick for sure uh, for you guys. And uh, appreciate talking to you. It's been great. And I can't wait till uh, you can have my band Sons of the Wallace on the air when we drop our record uh, close to Halloween. And uh, we're really looking uh, forward to it. Yeah, well, we would love to. We would love to do a tour of the East Coast. We're just uh, we need to find a promoter on the East Coast who's got uh, a good lineup for us to do a, a tour with a few different bookings uh, within you know the amount of time, like you know a couple of weeks up and down the East Coast, and uh, that would be a great way to launch our new record. So we're. Uh, we're very excited about the possibilities of doing that, and the record sounded great. We're about halfway done with it, working at the Village Recording Studio right now in L.A., and uh, it's coming along fantastic. So, uh, Sons of Lawless, look out for us. That's awesome. That is such great news. In fact, I got somebody right here, Jake, and I know you got to run soon. Uh, that oh, wants to say hi, and she's actually a fan of yours also. Oh, oh well, Awesome. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.